0: Current medical condition, and then they get COVID, um, and that's like the uh, the last straw in the coffin. Cannabis can come in and kind of get between your kind of ongoing medical conditions and this and this virus that causes hellacious kind of inflammatory uh, issues. And cannabis comes in and just shuts down that that cytokine storm, and therefore blocks that whole pathophysiologic process. So.
1: Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton.
2: Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it helps people in so many extraordinary ways. Today we're having back one of our favorite guests on an interview that we had and Dr. William Courtney will be discussing cannabis, hemp, raw cannabis and how it helps prevent, how it can help prevent uh, COVID and how it can help you recover. We're also going to have some people on stage that have actually experienced COVID and talk about their symptoms and talk about how raw cannabis helped them and their recovery. With no further ado, we've got Dan and Janet and Latara and some others here on Clubhouse too that I look forward to hearing some insights and and sharing what we know about this virus um, and what we know about cannabis and raw cannabis and how it can help us with this virus and any virus out there. So with no further ado, Dan, let's
0: listen to Dr. William Courtney.
2: Dr. William Courtney, back from the Caribbean. How are we doing, Dr. Courtney?
0: We are doing fantastic.
2: Uh, last time we talked, we talked about some exciting revelations about COVID, and I, and I know there's been some great research going on. It seems to be in other countries than ours, which I know you're in, but yeah, I'd love for you to give you the stage to share your research and findings and what uh, conclusions you've come to about COVID and how cannabis can help.
0: Yeah, and when you move into the, the COVID arena, you're you're looking at, you know can you prevent the attachment of the virus? Um, it appears that the, the uh, angiotensin-converting enzyme ACE2 is a site where the, the COVID virus attaches, and then there's a process by which it enters into the cell. Both of those steps um, can be uh, blocked, and that's where prevention really occurs. If you can if you can prevent, prevent the binding and entry, then you know you're you're uh, you're in good shape and then in in addition it's huge as an anti-inflammatory i mean there are patents on cannabinoids as anti-inflammatories and and those are worth looking up and reading but if you just if you just go in and and put in a covid and cannabis it's it's stunning in its ability to be useful and so if you can prevent it then you don't really need it as an anti-inflammatory if you've got it and you're coming late to the to this information it's like you know uh, I'm struggling with it now that, and that I'm hearing this. Or a friend of mine just got it, and uh, they're having issues. You you move into this st- stunning anti-inflammatory response, and when it first attaches, there's there's these acute reactions that that occur. And when you can block those excitotoxic cytokine storms, you can really just shut down a lot of the symptomatology. Of of the condition, so the key thing is uh, cannabis is strongly anti-inflammatory, and and in COVID, the cytokine storm is just an acute inflammatory response, and you know it's it's found in a lot of the uh, adult respiratory distress syndromes. You know, SARS, ADRS from you know from SARS one. You know, for the last ten or fifteen years, there's been a lot of research in these. Uh, and with these viruses, and what cannabis is so good at is um, quelling that cytokine storm because it's a cytokine storm that causes the inflammation and swelling and fluid collection in the lungs. And for people that have um, maybe they've had diabetes or heart disease or they got comorbidity, meaning you know some kind of concurrent medical condition, and then they get COVID, um, and that's like the uh, the last straw in the coffin cannabis can come in and kind of get between your kind of ongoing medical conditions and this, and this virus that causes hellacious kind of inflammatory uh, issues and cannabis comes in and just shuts down that that cytokine storm and therefore blocks that whole pathophysiologic process. So, you know, still prevention, you know, when in uh, an area of interest of mine is if you have access Two uh, fresh green material, uh, you can julienne and cut it into very long, like say a three inch long strip that's only an eighth of an inch wide. So it's like this uh, little pieces of spaghetti or something. And you take that raw cannabis and the reason you cut it in those very long strips is you can kind of wad it into a ball and it'll stay snug together. It won't uh, fall apart in your mouth. Put a plug of raw cannabis between your jaw and your cheek. The saliva will soften it the terpene, the bouquet is, it's kind of pungent when you first put it in. And that is an issue that, you know, people have to kind of work Learn with me. You know, yeah. And once you've done it, while, well, then, then you come to love it a lot. But then the first time you go around, i like, Whoa, you know, I go out and eat pepper plants. I mean, this is kind of strange, um, but it, but it settles down pretty quickly. And then when it settles down, you just squeeze your jaw muscle and that squeezes that little ball of raw cannabis. And, outcome the terpenes and cannabinoids. And what's interesting is that the absorption that occurs in the mouth, it goes directly into the venous system. And so those terpenes and cannabinoids that are now in the venous system circulate through till they come back and get dumped back into, you know, and they combine with the, the, all the other venous system that goes into the heart and is circulated into the lung. But the a large portion of the stuff that comes in from the intestine, 100% of what's absorbed from the intestine is filtered through the liver, and that's where the very important molecules can be degraded and metabolized, and they attach molecules that make them more water soluble, so they're excreted in urine. So when you when it's being absorbed in the intestine, a significant percentage of it is metabolized, but. Um, when it's absorbed directly in the venous system, only 10% of the blood in the venous system is shunted through the liver for filtering and cleaning. 90% of it just blows by the liver and goes back into the arterial system. So you have this very strong representation of a relatively small amount of ingested material uh, when it's ingested in the oral cavity, the oral pharyngeal cavity. So a raw canvas too. Drizzles these um, these molecules into the oral cavity where they can be absorbed through the the, the mucosa of the mouth and then go to the venous system and then go into the arterial system and escape that um, heavy-handed metabolism that would occur um, if they had gone ahead and just you know swallowed the raw cannabis straight away. I mean swallowing raw cannabis, in particular, if you're doing juicing and you've got high volumes and then you and then you've got the capacity to metabolize a large amount, but still a large amount will get in. Um, but the thing about the oral cavity, a relatively small amount of cannabis is going to put a larger amount into service into circulation, therefore able to support cells of the brain, the immune system, wherever there's, you know, if there's inflammatory things going on in the lung because of a pneumonia or fluid collections associated with COVID, you know, you you, you get the materials to where they're needed. And if there is some, you know, kind of disease process going on, uh, there's often an alteration of permeability in in the capillaries in that area. And so it allows uh, important materials to be moved into the intracellular space to become active in fighting the infection. So all the benefits of the immune system can be used wisely to uh, support uh, terpenoid that are coming to you, whether they're coming from your mouth or from the intestine. But in terms of COVID, it, it's the its ability to ideally prevent entry of, of the virus into the organism. Um, that that's the incredible preventative approach. But if you already have a, if you already have a problem, then it kicks in as a very strong anti-inflammatory. And helps shut down that cytokine storm, which is the process whereby this condition can become seriously uh, pathologic, you know, leading to serious morbidity and extended hospital stays and uh, fatality. And in some cases, particularly those who uh, are already compromised because of other concurrent or preexisting medical conditions.
2: Well, and I, I, I'm so glad we have that on record so people can, can get in there, and there was a lot of insights there that I had never heard before, so again, just awesome to have you on the show, hearing all these great things. All, all, all I could think about when you were talking about chewing cannabis was like chewing tobacco in baseball, and I was a baseball player, so you can draw the lines there, and I just had the vision of like, you know, some big league chew, but I, I know you couldn't keep it raw, but... Uh, I'm definitely going to go home this afternoon and pick up some cannabis and put, it, put a little pinch in between my uh, my teeth and gums. So that's, uh, that's awesome, it, and I love it.
0: You don't need just the flower. I mean, just take some of that leaf home, dice it up, juice it up, blend it. You know, This really keeps your mouth in a very robustly safe place because I mean, it's, it's going to protect you against all viruses. It's going to protect you from the common cold, all, all the other coronaviruses. I mean, there are 20, 30 of them now. It is what you should have in your mouth besides the tongue. I mean, <laughs> they go together.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to listen to that one like 14 more times as well. So, I mean, and I do, uh, you know, for those that are are just joining us, um, that was Dr. William Courtney, uh, the world's leading expert on raw cannabis and juicing, uh, to, in his words on the previous episode. He said, if, if, you're, if you're incorporating raw cannabis into your diet as a dietary essential, then you won't have to use cannabis as a medicine. And uh, then you could hear us talking back and forth about um, literally chewing and eating raw cannabis, which uh, is uh, what we found when we were looking. Uh, we found his research and it aligned with our holistic uh, beliefs. When we were looking for a solution for our severe neurological ailment with my son. So, wow, 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 wow. That was powerful stuff. And you can find that at the Miracle Plant podcast, uh, wherever you find your podcast. And I did throw a link up there on top. That's the the website as well to, to learn more about guests and have access to the same products that we're talking about with raw cannabis. So, my mom's here on the show and she has... Uh, uh, the one of the world's, if not the world's, leading researcher on raw cannabis and all kinds of um, ailments. So I'm sure she's got um, a little bit more than two pesos to weigh in on the subject. What's going on, Mom?
1: Uh, yes, it's really funny hearing him say that. It's always nice to get nice to get corroboration of all your research besides just you know dry research journals. And so everything he was saying totally aligns. Uh, with my research, and I don't know if a lot of you know, but when COVID first started, um, I did a research in-depth research of all the published PubMed peer-reviewed uh, research, and a lot of it was coming out of China at that time, too. Uh, this was back in January, was it only two years ago? Mm-hmm. When it was just coming out and people were trying to make sense of what it was, and so the scientists were always posing questions like, "What is? how is it getting into the body? How is it harming the body? Uh, what is an ideal solution to it and so they listed all these different things and so mean symptoms and what a solution would be perfect and they basically describe cbda in terms of the strong anti-inflammatory and the fact that it can the homeostasis or balance and so we talk about that strong anti-inflammatory so it's important to know one reason it's such a strong anti-inflammatory besides the fact that the CBDA goes to every cell in our body way beyond the endocannabinoid system, is it literally in its homeostasis or balance, balances all of our systems, digestive, endocrine, and our immune system. And that balance in the immune system is a balance between inflammation and anti-inflammation or anti-inflammatory. So it literally very powerfully throughout our body balances the inflammatory levels and there's, so taking, some herb that has a little bit of anti-inflammatory property. It's just nothing compared to a natural substance. One of the, like say cannabis and hemp are the only substances our bodies have receptors and a system for. And then the CBDA that uses that system and all of our system. So it literally controls and balances the level of inflammation in the body. And so obviously it would be a key uh, approach to dealing with COVID. And then as Dr. Courtney mentioned, you have what they call the cytokine storm Uh, It just means that the immune system overreacted and sent way too many T cells and different things, microphages, whatever, into the lungs, because that's often where the uh, COVID first comes in and attaches to the ACE2 receptors. And pretty soon you have all these byproducts of it, including fluid, and then you get basically like pneumonia-type symptoms, and you see all the people on the respirators and everything, especially if they've already had, like you mentioned, other pre-existing conditions and so the fact that the cbda can balance the immune system and therefore prevent that storm from happening and the other side of that too that he didn't mention and so the whole idea of balance so it stops it from overreacting but if your immune system is weak and underreacting cbda can actually trigger t cell production to start the immune system working and so either side of the coin the cbd is in there helping with uh, not only the anti-inflammatory, but also the balancing of the immune system, and you know encouraging it to act in whatever way it needs to to fight that particular uh, problem. And again, too, just real briefly, very strong anti- uh, anti-oxidant. And so sometimes take our vitamin C or quercetin or whatever. But again, too, the CBDA balances. Uh, the endocrine or hormonal system which again is oxidation which is i call it rust sometimes but basically it's our, wears down our body damage from free radicals and then the antioxidant which is one stopping that so again too it's not just a little herb with some of it in it it literally is balancing that whole system and balancing that level and so those two properties are huge and then so the homeostasis anti-inflammatory antioxidant And then again, too, its ability, if there is damage, especially in uh, any kind of neurons or neurological arenas, it can literally repair and regenerate them. And so I had actually written a paper, a very in-depth research paper uh, about, again, like I said, the research on what COVID, how it got in the body, what symptoms it caused, what they were looking for a cure. And they literally described it as looking for something that would help with inflammation and help with the immune system without Causing more problems. In other words, balancing it, not encouraging it to go too high or too low, and so it was it literally is like the perfect system, uh, the perfect product to use with it. And again, too, uh, we were not allowed to put that out into the public because it wasn't a pharmaceutical uh, solution. And so it's been kind of frustrating to not get that out. And as Justin, and I've mentioned many times, we have many older clients with even like with cancer and all kinds of issues who got COVID and had very light cases. And so again, too, it does show it's something that uh, works almost like he said on that preventative level, or at least it remediates it. So you're not having the severe cases that people are, death is what people are really afraid of or being on a respirator for months or the long-term COVID they talk about. And so I was very excited too to have him kind of repeat those same things that I found with the research and the other thing that he brought up was his 90% versus 10% absorption. So he's talking about putting the kind of the best whatever form, like the raw hemp or whatever, in your tongue or in the side of your cheek, I guess, or maybe down the front like baseball players do between your lip and your teeth or wherever you put it. And then it goes directly through that mucosal system into uh, the venal system, into the arterial system. In other words, the liver is not getting a chance to destroy it or remove most of it before you ever use it and which goes along right along with our use of sublinguals where we have the same issue that goes on where it goes directly into the sublingual gland into the bloodstream without being processed by the liver first and so again too you have much higher percentage the same thing we always talk about about 90 percent or 10 percent we always talk about is all you get when you swallow it in any form whether it's a gummy or Uh, You just swallow your sublingual oil immediately or put it in candy or whatever people do. And so it was really nice to see those numbers match up again that when you keep it, it goes directly into the bloodstream where it's needed and doesn't get through that whole cycle of going through the liver. And the liver we we hear a lot about too. It also is where all the uh, drug interactions take place. And so the majority of drug interactions are actually drug interactions. It's the chemicals and the makeup of the, of the drugs or the pharmaceuticals that our body aid doesn't recognize and doesn't really know how to deal with. So it's often those that are clashing. And especially so when the CBDA from your mouth sublingually or with the chew or whatever uh, goes directly in and avoids that liver. Again, too, people are always concerned about drug interactions. And so I always say, well, very little of it even gets into the liver to even have a possibility of a drug interaction. So again, I just really applaud that Obviously, He's a brilliant man and doctor and researcher. And it's always great to have people back up what our research has shown. And especially the topic today was COVID. And again, too, I'm kind of leery of even mentioning it because it's such a hot button for anybody that we mentioned there might be some other way to work with it um, besides mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals. But no, and we, so we see this every day. So again, too, very excited to hear this. And I love the way he, gets down to explain how everything works to make it clear for people. So thank you. Excited to hear this and can't wait to hear more questions people have.
2: You know, of course, people might not know what CBDA is, uh, who aren't in our uh, world all the time. Just so people know, cannabidiol, when it's made by the plant, is in an acid form. So it's called CBDA for short. So when, when cannabis or hemp makes CB, makes CBD or cannabidiol, it's actually called CBDA, and it's the raw form of CBD. And so what we were talking about with Dr. William Courtney, and if you're coming in late, you can now hear it again on a replaying clubhouse, or you can go to the podcast and check it out for yourself, uh, where you find podcasts, The Miracle Plant. We're talking about using raw cannabis as a dietary essential, uh, eating the plant And and if you don't have access to raw, fresh cannabis, which we teach people how to grow and give access to free seeds, uh, then we also have some uh, products that were made in a similar fashion to represent the whole plant in its raw form, which is obviously the simplest way to do that is to cold press it if you can't juice it. So um, that's what CBDA is. And we are proponents of the whole miracle plant working together like a New York symphony, And everything that was in there originally for millions of years, leaving it exactly the way it was intended, exactly the way Mother Nature grew it, exactly the way animals like us have been consuming it for tens of thousands of years. So I wanted to make sure everyone was clear on what CBDA meant. And uh, I also wanted to talk about our experiences with COVID. Um, We've had episodes on that uh, in the past, if you go look back at our episodes on Miracle Plant. uh, Briefly, I'll share my experience um, with COVID. Uh, I got COVID this last go around and um, uh, it was, I was, you know, taking some CBD. Uh, I usually take CBD on a, on a daily basis, but, you know, I probably should take it more regularly. But I use it mostly just for stress and anxiety. And so that's usually around the afternoon or the evening. And so that's definitely when I'll take, you know, 30, 40, 50 milligrams. Of raw whole plant cannabis oil and put it under the tongue. And like we talked about here on the episode um, with just ch- throwing some in your mouth and, and putting in between your tooth and gum, I'll do that too. Um, but anyway, so I came down with it and um, you know I was I was definitely tired the first couple days and then I had a big headache and then I was really tired for about three days and I just slept a lot. I took lots and lots of cannabis um, oil. And, you know, to the tune of like two, three, four hundred milligrams of sublingual oil uh, every day and drink lots and lots of water, which was funny. When I got the diagnosis, the, the, the nurse doctor dude was like, he said, well, I'm sorry to tell you that you tested positive. And he, he just said, uh, drink lots of water. <laughs> I was like, well, that's really good advice, actually. I mean, we should all drink lots of water and our bodies want to heal. And so for about three days, I was pretty tired, had some pretty good headaches um, but I just kept gobbling down that CBD, and uh, on, by the fourth day, uh, I was uh, on my road to recovery, and by the fifth day, I was, you know, back at it. So, that's been my experience. I am so blessed that I've been had access to this plant, this miracle plant, and I didn't have, I, I think I lost taste for a day or two, but what flu don't you, and then I, um, um, what else? That was it. I mean, I was, I was back to normal. Uh, I didn't get any of the lung stuff. That some people get, uh, just the bad flu for me was my experience. But then again, I was supplementing my my body, my endocannabinoid system, my immune system with cannabis for years, and a lot of extra while I went through it. So that was my experience. So we can uh, people can draw on that how they want. And I know Latara, you had an experience uh, so that you've been on a previous podcast. So we talked about this before. If you're if you care to share it, go for it
3: yes thanks justin um so i was tested positive um for COVID back in october of 2020 um i had no symptoms because um well wait yeah i I really wasn't sick at all so i was really shocked that i was um (laughs) positive um but i was using the cbd um every day anyway so um i just kept doing what i was doing i was also taking uh vitamin c and zinc and i took all natural things just to help me heal and um i completely healed from it um i did increase i was taking cbd like twice a day um i was taking the alleviate the um 800 milligram So um, I just increased it and I started taking it three times a day. And just like yourself, um, my doctor advised me to, you know, drink a lot of water. And then he added in, you know, taking zinc and vitamin C and vitamin D3. Um, So I did all those things and healed completely fine. I never had any respiratory problems, thank God. Um, I didn't have to get admitted into the hospital or... You know, get any type of reading treatments or have any type of issues like that. So, um, I believed in it; it worked, and to this day, I'm 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 still COVID free. So, I thank God for it. It's it's an absolute miracle. It truly is.
2: Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing that. And and yeah, I know we had a podcast on that with you and Connie and, and Amy and a few others, and it was really good for me and for others just to hear stories of. What their experience was, you know, just from the word of mouth of somebody, and uh, obviously we've all seen um, what this plant does with balancing our immune system, balancing inflammation, um, doing all those things that it was doing that Dr. William, uh, Courtney, and my mom got into real specifics on. So, Dan, did you have any comments on that? I know we've talked about this a few times on a couple of shows, but what's uh, what do you
4: what say you? <laughs> I wanted to talk a, just a minute about Dr. William Courtney before we get off that too far off that topic. He mentioned in a previous interview, well, in, in that interview that we didn't add this in that clip, but that he's going to be available to discuss you know other ailments that people may may have and talk about how to use cannabis or hemp in whatever form. I thought we should just drive that message home if there's anybody out there that wants to, or that's maybe suffering or maybe somebody in their family is suffering from something and would like to discuss that on air with Dr. William Courtney. Uh, he said he would make himself available. So I'm just going to throw that invitation out to everybody because it's, it's A, it's a great opportunity, and but B, it's great for our audience to actually have a discussion with somebody that's in the midst of dealing with some ailment.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, that was uh, like a serious mic drop um, when we had the interview with uh, Dr. William Courtney last week. And uh, after we had the interview, uh, he hung up and, you know, because he thought the podcast was over. But, you know, it was just me and Dan sitting there and Dan was like, holy cow, did I just hear what I heard? He said he's going to help people. You know, with all of his expertise and 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 do a live podcast show about their particular diagnosis or their particular situation. So uh, I do encourage, if you're interested, you can reach out. You can go to the website up there. There's an info at themiracleplant.org or hit me up on Instagram or back channels here on Clubhouse. If you want to come on the show, we will schedule a show that you can have with Dr. William Courtney uh, and talking about uh, either an ailment you have or an ailment a loved one has and hearing his insights and of course you can always do that with my mom she's here on the stage as well at askjanet.org she's done it on podcasts before uh and clubhouse before and does it every day um or every every week here by going to dot org. so thanks for bringing that up dan
4: one one more thing is that if you don't have to give your name if you just want to do it anonymously. That's that's fine too. So don't feel like you have to give a lot of personal information other than what you're what, what you what you're suffering with, and uh, because you know people may not be comfortable sharing that if they were, if they knew it was going to be about them. But we can make it private. We can just keep it anonymous.
2: Absolutely, and so we'll uh, just reach out to me, and I will make sure we set up that. Uh that little uh, interview or podcast, and uh, um, we do have some more from Dr. William Courtney. I'm not sure if we're just going to do another interview with him. Uh, he's a hard guy to get a hold of. Uh, him and his family are living comfortably in the rainforests of the Caribbean, and you got to catch the right, uh, you know, earth tilt to get to self-service to work right. So when we grab him, we go deep down And uh, our original conversation was meant to be about COVID, um, and then he actually kicked it off with cancer, that was last week's episode, and some of the information that he went through in specific detail about how cannabis um, can prevent and uh, eliminate cancer cells, tumor cells, Uh, was so profound that we just cut that 10-minute clip out and put it on there. So those that need the hardcore evidence, they are the ones in the zero, the logical, the doctor, the researcher, everyone who you come up against who says there's not enough research. Well, all you got to do is point them to that episode. It was last week's Miracle Plant, wherever you find your podcasts, and tell them to push play. So that was a really exciting one that we had. So Uh, Before we wrap up, did anyone have any uh, final comments or questions? Anybody in the audience, if you have any questions here in Clubhouse, feel free to come on up. We are recording the podcast live here on Clubhouse. Um, Any other final comments or questions before we wrap up the show?
1: I wanted to make a quick point, as always. Um, Just in the fact that I also had COVID Christmas Day. And again, too, just in generally being healthy, by the way, certainly helps. But also, again, too, had it Christmas Day. Took I was taking the 3,200 every couple hours the first day, although I just felt kind of that flu feeling. And then the hardest part, and I was fine after that, basically, the hardest part was getting in to get tested again to get my negative test or my golden ticket. Um, so again, too, I can't emphasize enough. It just does enough things in the body that it really, really does help with issues so you don't have to have all the pain and, and scariness of ending up in the hospital.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That, um, just knowing that, and you know, logically you know it, and you know, in your own experiences and your friends and your loved ones, who've had COVID and have used, um, you know, strong, good, whole plant cannabis. Um, um, I know when I got my t- uh, positive test a few, I don't know, months ago or whatever it was, uh, I uh, immediately knew that I could count on it, and I count on it I did. And like I said, I had a real mild case myself, so once again this miracle plant helping our bodies find that balance so at the end of every podcast we say heal the world because that's our mission at the miracle plant is to pay it forward help educate give people access to the seeds the plants the products the things that actually work in the best form possible so on the count of three we say heal the world because we want to send out that energy that those vibes that light to those that are looking for another solution, any solution, something that actually works, just like we were looking for a solution and so many others who have found us and found this miracle plan. So on the count of three, unmute your mics and let's say heal the world. One, two, three. Heal Heal the the world. world. Heal the world.
4: Heal Uh, the
2: world, baby. Thanks everybody for swinging by the Miracle Plan podcast. We'll see you next week on Saturday, 10 a.m. Pacific on Clubhouse and wherever you find your podcast, Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.
3: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.
0: Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.